Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's the bell of the door of Peggy Moore's wonderful pub on Sunday's Gate in Drogheda, where I've just arrived to receive a tour of the place and hear all about the history of this wonderful, wonderful pub, shop, food emporium, you name it. But it's been under new ownership here in recent years and the McGowan family from Scholars took it over and Glenn McGowan is with me, standing patiently by. And Glenn, I look around me here, the place just oozes history, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, it really does. It's like stepping back in time, really. Fascinating, all the historical features that we found. When we took over first, we were really caught by surprise when we got into an attic. It was very dark and scary. I don't like spiders. And there was a lot of uh, cobwebs. But when we finally got the lights on, we found what Martin would describe as a treasure trove. Loose leaf tea, chests filled with everything you can think of. Time magazines, Preston's whiskey bottles, old documents from the Christian Brothers. We were actually uh, walking over the old enamel signs and we thought it was a tin floor. And it happens to be some of the best enamel signs that I've ever seen. And they're hanging here with Moore's names on it and all the rest of it. it. It was just covered in treasures. You never expected this at all? Never expected it at all, but I think Damien Moore, who sold it to me, uh, I think Damien knew that I was going to put all this stuff back up, and he's always come down with more stuff for me all the time. He brought back the churn they used to uh, do the butter, and we have that outside, and a ledger from, it, it tells us all, from 1908, which they bought the place off Mr Dolan across the road, and in 1908... And they have a ledger from 1908 to 1973. And the calligraphy in it was magnificent up until about 1950, 60, when it started boiling. It looks brilliant. We have it here, and we have an awful lot of the other trinkets that were hanging around the place. They never threw out a piece of string. The string was tied in a, in a little bow, and it was put into a box, and we have everything. We have the labels for all their bottles. They used to bottle all their own Guinness to their whiskies. All sorts of whiskies that were bottled. The Dublin whiskey sign outside is one of the ones that were done. It must have been for me because I'm a Dublin man, you know, but uh, Dublin whiskey. But it's actually a Drogheda thing, and it was Michael Moore that started all that, you know. Where did the name Peggy Moore come from? Who is Peggy Moore? Well, I was going to call it 
Michael Moore's, but I decided to call it Peggy because Peggy came over to Scholars, actually had her 90th birthday in Scholars and she was a lovely woman and she'd worked here all her life and all the rest of it and I thought it was a, a fitting name for her but it certainly wasn't going to change the Moore name whichever way it was. You it know? was always known as Moore's Indrada so you gave it the Peggy name but it was Michael who began the business when he bought the place from Dolan. He bought it off Dolan's 1908 and uh, continued that but it was a hardware store and it was a, a, a supermarket, it was a sweet shop, it was the tobacco shop, it was everything for the corner in, in Sunday's Gate. And people came in from all over and remember cutting their cheese and cutting their corned beef and their ham and all this. Actually, there's a story about Michael Moore and he, he, Damien brought me back a lovely knife, big long knife. Michael used to cut his ham and his cheese on the counter. He left it there one day and in came the black and tans and started messing with the ham and he chased him down the road with the with the big knife knife and didn't get shot for his troubles you know it's amazing uh, history you know oh it's incredible history glenn let's have a look at this ledger here that your dad mentioned there look at the writing in it isn't it just simply magnificent and read a few of the entries that are here just on the page you've opened there for listeners yeah so one or two things that would be quite interesting to us and fitting the christian brothers uh, buying a loaf of bread, uh, a bottle of Preston's whiskey, which Damien um, actually had some naggins, and we have them on display here of Preston's Distillery, which which is closed now. And look at the top there, 1916, 1917. So the handwriting's fantastic. But yeah, it links to all the old businesses that were around then. And yeah, just uh, fascinating, really. W.T. Skeffington paid 12 shillings and 16 pennies. Or is that 12 pounds, 16 shillings? Yes, it is 12 pounds, 16 shillings and no pennies there. I'm just picking here and there from it as well. Another one there that I see is P.J. Carroll and Co. paid five shillings and seven pennies. And so it goes down along the ledger. So many entries there. So these are the people who did business with the Moors. Absolutely. They bought all their goods and I suppose uh, something that I find very interesting is days when there was no internet. Peggy and Sissy were buying goods from all over the world. We have boxes preserved meat from Uruguay, raisins from South Africa and um, they seemed quite well organised for people that didn't need the internet, you know. Incredible altogether. May I say to you in the context of old pubs in Drogheda as well, when we look round the shelves here, look round the walls at everything you have, as your dad said there, you've put so much back on display but this is what people love about Peggy Moore's. Yeah, I'm glad we got our hands on the place because I would have hated to see this pub not be a pub. And Martin's great with history and growing up in uh, pubs, he knew exactly what to do with the place. And the fact that we found all of the historical items, we have a passion for history, like in Scholars Townhouse Hotel. So I'm glad we have it because we are passionate about it and proud and Trotter people should be proud because it's an amazing place and uh, the history speaks for itself. When did you open first? We opened for the second flag hole as a pop-up bar in 2019 and uh, we wanted to do some work on the place, put all these historical items on the wall and uh, unfortunately then we were only open a month when COVID hit and uh, we were flying at the time. And uh, But look, bit by bit we're getting there and we've opened up a new hostel upstairs, a new international backpackers, which is totally slick and modern. You open the front door with your mobile phone, so the history downstairs and then the futuristic place upstairs you know a bit of a clash there but um, it's going really well 
and we serve food seven days a week. The food is flying out the door, so a lot of places aren't open that often for food. So, um, yeah, people are coming out and having a burger and chips or cheese board and pickled eggs, and the locals are loving it. A lot of people have said to me they're really glad they have their local back and their granddad used to drink here and all the rest of it. So, yeah, we're very proud. The cheese you mentioned there, your dad was mentioning the ham and corned beef as well. That's always been a part of Moors historically, and you've brought that back in conjunction with the kitchen and the hot food. The cheese is talking me about that where's your cheese coming from okay so it was actually really difficult to get somebody to make cheese for us in um small amounts because they want you to buy so much of it but i found a family in waterford and uh, knockamore cheese and they were really excited about the project to work with us and they have some special cheeses there for us nettle and chive uh, some sun-dried tomato and black pepper but the famous one is the red cheddar that everybody raves about which peggy was famous for slicing up and giving to the customers so at whether it's 12 o'clock at night or two o'clock during the day you can have a cheese board with your pint a nice um nearly like a fisherman's cheese board nothing too fancy about it it's really good quality cheese it's handmade cheese and if you want you can have a pickled egg with it or a couple of olives you know maybe that's linking back into the the days peggy was important stuff from all over the world so yeah we want to keep that alive may i say it's an irish form of tapas and i love this about going away on holidays because you can go to bars like this and eat like that and i think it's something that's been missing here in ireland yeah, definitely. I don't know why a lot of bars, if you're sitting at a counter, you couldn't get a, a ham and cheese toasty. You know, we have ham and cheese toasties there. And uh, I, I love the pub in Dublin, uh, Grogan's. They give you a ham and cheese toasty. It's as basic as it comes, but uh, I've always been fascinated with having a pint and then ordering a toasty. And I just think it's a, it's also a bit of fun. People seem to enjoy it. And uh, maybe it keeps them in the pub a bit longer. They don't go down to the chipper, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, it's going really well. People are uh, taking very well to the food offering. So you combine the old with the new, as you said there, the modern with the ancient and upstairs, of course, the hostel and right up to speed there with technology and accessing and getting in and out of the place there. Martin, back to you. Just a couple of people associated with the pub here. First off, the late, great Eamon Campbell from the Dubliners. That's right. Eamon was a great friend of ours. Believe it or not, he was the Grand Marshal of the parade and I kidnapped him in the horse and cart and we brought him up to scholars and from then on when he saw scholars he used to come up for a pint and and he'd book rooms in it and all that we became very good friends and when I got Moors I said what will we do I said well Eamon Campbell only lived down the road so we said we put Eamon on the wall and we put a fresco of Eamon on the wall Peter Finnegan he was 50 years of barman in, in Drogheda and he was in Peggy's and I knew him very well Peter came into us lots of times when we were doing it and he'd say we're doing this and we're doing that and doing that the last time he came in, he was in his wheelchair and I gave him a whole run around the whole shop and he was delighted. He used to bottle his own Guinness outside in the back and he used to do all the bits and pieces for the food store here and all the rest of it. Peter, now all his daughters, all his family, beautiful people. Peter Finnegan, only three doors up the road and he was fantastic. And it's great that you have his picture framed here and he'll be here forevermore in Peggy's. 50 years of barman and synonymous with Moors. That's right. And, and Peggy herself there as well. And they obviously got on very well together to be there that long together, you know, as, as bar people and that, you know. Wonderful, wonderful. So let's do a walk about Peggy Moore's here. And first stop just inside the door. Oh, they'll be slagging me on late lunch, Kelly, for the food. Here you have a display of the cheeses we were talking about on the counter. Yeah, so we've got some strange ones here. Nettle and chive. People seem to have a bit of crack with and they want to know, do they need a dock leaf after they taste it, you know? Uh, Sun-dried tomato and black pepper. 
ale and chilli, oak smoked, mature cheddar, and then the famous Peggy Moore's cheddar, just with some normal crackers and an onion chutney. But you've the pickled eggs here as well, which people seem to be fascinated with. It's something that's probably a bit more famous in the UK, but when I was told Peggy used to give out pickled eggs, I had to give them a go. And I think most people taste them just for the crack, you know, and wind each other up. But, um, yeah, they look pretty different on the counter in the big bell jar. But uh, probably my favourite part of the pub, we're in the grocer at the moment and we have all the sweets, sell the sweets by the quarter bag and we weigh them on the old weighing scales that was here. So, yeah, really cool area here. Uh, You can see a great old photo of Michael Moore, which probably dates back to around 1910, I'd say. That was Peggy's father. And we have a lovely photograph of Peggy Moore there as well, in probably in her 80s there, pulling a pint at Carlsberg. And um, the history is just there, you know, it's fascinating. Don't walk on for a minute. Look at me old friend, Jimmy McGee, the memory man. The memory man. Well, um, I didn't actually know who he was and I had to be told, but Matty, who's one of our best customers who lives across the road in Hardman's Gardens, comes into us every night. Matty's in his uh, mid-80s and uh, he was so happy that the pub was reopened. Always his local. He comes in every night and he's had a couple of Guinness, but he loves coming in and meeting the staff. They all know his name and uh, we put that up for Matty because when he was retiring he met the memory man he was called so Matty's very proud to have the picture up in his local and he shows all the tourists when they come in that this is his spot and that's that's Matty's stool and uh, a lot of people get kicked off it every night you know when we see Matty coming the the Guinness is put on and uh, he's a character all right I love that people have their own stools now look at this a beautiful snug a snug, yeah. Martin, being in pubs all his life, loves snugs and uh, certain seating areas. And no matter what, he was putting in this snug. He actually has um, Paddy Goodwin's picture up. And I said, why are you putting that up? And he said, this is going to be Paddy Goodwin's snug, you know, so he can come in and have his point after a week's work or something. And Paddy has been in there with a few different musicians and uh, has enjoyed that nice atmosphere and been able to get a point pass through the hatch, which is pretty cool. You don't have to go queue up you know um so we come into the main body of the bar here and there's another fireplace here this one is one that actually works irish people love a pint of guinness and they love a fire it's a real centerpiece in this room above the fireplace you can see a beautiful sign there it's one of the original guinness signs with michael moore's name on it bottled by michael moore and that represents that he had the ability uh, legally he was able to bottle his own Guinness. A few of the older customers actually have told me their first job was to collect pint bottles of Guinness and get a few shillings going around to all the houses, collect the bottles, and then they'd bring back, bring the bottles back and refill them. Yeah, so in this room as well, you can see we've got some nice tea chests where we store all the wood, and they're the tea chests that we found in the attic and they were filled with all this paraphernalia you see up on the walls, all tools and hammers and bits and bobs and screws, and we pretty much put everything up on the wall. You certainly have on this Eamon Campbell's frame picture over there. Of course, he's on the outside of the building, as your dad was telling us a few moments ago. And I love, look at even the bar itself, to sit at the bar, the high tables, the chairs... Martin definitely has a, a great uh, experience from his days in McGowns and Fibsborough and uh, he never likes sitting at a bar and holding a pint if there was a few people around and you'd, if you're the person in the middle and you're not close to the bar so he came up with this idea to use an electrical spool 
uh, that for holding the wires and then if you're sitting anywhere you have a place to pop your pipe down so people seem to really like those and they book them out a lot you know I look at it and I'm only after copping what it is yeah. it's actually the centre of the ESB cables the big rolls I worked in uh, P&T Telecom Aircom for a while and we had these as well there with the cables wrapped around them and they've converted into a lovely table here at the bar yeah, we're looking at it now. It's I'm delighted to see it's up and standing because when there was no bar here and we were kind of propping it up, I was kind of thinking to myself, "Is this a?" It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bit of a mad idea, but it works. It yeah. works, that's what I can say. Okay, on round here from the, sort of the main body of the bar, what else are we looking at here? So... We didn't know how to design the place, but then we found so much stuff, all the tea chests. We said, well, why not pin them up on the wall so everybody can see them? Because they're just made of beautiful wood. They were in great condition, and that's what we've used to design the walls. So if you look up here, there's a few very interesting ones. Irish Free State Farmer's Butter. People get a bit of crack out of that. <laughs> Barrington's Soaps Dublin. Um, there's a lot of soap companies. Martin says sometimes he thinks Drada people are the cleanest people in the country because there's so many soap companies. Um, a really interesting one here I find is the Raisins, Rose Brand Raisins, Cape Town, South Africa. So it just shows even in the early 1900s they were getting their goods from everywhere, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we think we're a global economy now, but here in Peggy Moore's, it was global way back then, and the goods were coming in from all over the world. There's an interesting box over here, actually. When we had some skips and we had to dump some stuff through the job, I had this step to throw something out, to step up, to throw stuff out the window into the skip. And I was, you know, I kind of fell in love with this box. We had a bit of a relationship. And I was going to throw it out. And just before I threw it out, I wiped some dust off. And I, there was writing there. And I said, what does that say? And as I look at it now, Republic Oriental del Uruguay, carne preservado, which I did a little bit of Spanish, is preserved meat. So that was the corned beef that was coming in from Uruguay, which is just mad altogether. But uh, a lovely box. And just, I think people like the old. They like seeing antiques and they like to connect to history. Mm. And I think that kind of adds to enjoying the pint. 
you know. It certainly does, because you could spend an evening or a day even here wandering around, looking at all the memorabilia, the history, the trunks, the boxes from all the companies all over the world. There's something from Japan here as well, isn't there? Oh, look at it here, yes. Yeah, so to me it looks like something out of Jurassic Park or a prop in a movie. Yeah, made in Japan, muslin. Uh, fantastic box, probably one of the larger boxes that was left there. And in this zone itself, we've put some plastic up to preserve some of the stamps on the boxes. Mm. And one of the best ones I have there is Cecily Moore. That was Peggy and Sissy's mother, Cecily. But she's actually signed in a box which obviously would have been coming in for the grocer and it's stamped 1936. And Cecily's name is written there in some lovely joint writing there. I see it. Oh, it's, And it's still nearly perfect. Just again, I'm always in awe when I bring people around and give them a tour. I'm still in awe of the history of the place. Really fascinates me um, to think what was going on here a hundred years ago, mm. you know. I really like the character it's added to have the boxes up on the wall. This actually leads us into the cottage, which I'd say the cottage and the grocer are probably my favourite parts because the cottage was never open to the public and it dates back to the mid 1800s so it's the oldest part of the pub well let's go in there but before we go life boy soap yes the cleanest people in Ireland draw the people ask for afton your cigarettes Mick McQuaid tobacco is there as well sunlight soap got the soap everywhere here so this where we are here which is open to the public now you have all this back place open here this was private yeah so they bottled their own Guinness and when I came in here first the attic is above us and I was wondering why they didn't utilise it. They needed the space to wheel in the big hogshead barrel from Guinness's there. So they need a, a nice wide laneway to be able to wheel that in and have the space to bottle their Guinness. And obviously we don't do that anymore. So we said, wow, this is such a beautiful place for people to come in and sit and have a drink. And you can see the old fireplace here. I have never seen a fireplace as old. And my joke is when I bring people around is that that's where they used to put their lasagna in because they've got the, uh, they've got the <laughs> oven door still attached to it. I was told by some farmers as well what they would have done here is brought the uh, animals in and they would have slept above this room because the animals heat up the room so the heat rises and then they're warmer upstairs Mm. and there's a hatch where they would have brought in the hay up above there the hatch window. I see it there. Yeah. And what they explained to me is the hay would have been brought along. There was another identical hatch on the opposite side and they dropped the hay into the courtyard where the chickens and the, the animals would have been incredible to think of what this place was when you think of it Glenn it was a hive of activity a hub really when you think of not just a pub as you're you were talking yourself and your dad earlier on it was so much more in the heart of the community here at Sunday's Gate certainly and uh, when we took the place over at the Fla I was in this cottage and the only way I could explain is that I could feel an energy in the cottage, like a weight, a presence. And you're at Sunday's Gate, the walls of the old town. How many people have passed by this this point? Millions and millions of people would have passed by this point. And yes, the pub would have been such at the heart of the community where deals were done in the snug and people proposed or asked for permission to propose and uh, maybe lawyers and accountants and people coming up and sorting deals out for property. And the pub was the place to do all your business, really. I can feel the history as I stand here and look up onto the loft and that as well. And again, to say that this place, all of it is open now to punters and customers. 
Absolutely. So you can book out certain sections, but uh, mainly we like to keep it for walk-ins. And uh, we've had a lot of tourists and they really love getting the little tour. And uh, they're fascinated when they walk in because the pub looks quite small from the outside. But as you get in, it's like the pub grows, you know. Yeah, I love finishing the tour in the cottage area where you can see up on the loft there. That was Michael Moore's work desk. This was the attic. This floor went all the way across to the other side of the room and that's where we found all the magic, all those loose leaf tea boxes and we replicated his work desk again because it was just so fascinating to see all the chemicals and potions and glue and whatever they were doing, whatever they were fixing, they were always at it, I'd say, always working hard and uh, yeah, really like stepping into history. There's even a bicycle hanging off the uh, banister rail here on the attic saddle of a, a horse, you name it. Look at that implement there, an old fork made out of wood. You have so much here. It's like a museum. Yeah, I've a good one with the bike, actually. The pub was quite busy. Matty always sits out in the front, but we had him out here because it was so busy at the time. And he pointed up to the bike and he said to me, That's, that was Sissy's bike. I fixed that for her. A long time ago, I had to fix a puncture or something like that. And I, was, I just had to laugh, you know. He was 100% sure that was Sissy's bike and the other bike was Peggy's. So a uh, bit of crack there out of Matty again. And look at all those posters on the wall there. Historical posters, posters from yesteryear. What are they? OK, so we were really uh, interested when we opened up some of these boxes and found magazines that were still in prime condition. Peggy's brothers, Thomas and Sean, Uh, seem to be really interested in engineering and they were farmers as well I feel like they were ahead of their time a little bit advanced some of the magazines were time magazines that came in from Chicago still in the envelope wrapped up science popular science and then when you look up at the work desk and you see all these potions and mechanical stuff they were obviously getting the magazines and then they were giving it a go themselves they were fixing their own equipment and they were probably it looks like an inventor's desk nearly you know Mm. so they were certainly very well educated I know Sean was in uh, UCD and we found a lot of engineering plans dating back to the 40s and the 50s and yeah really a fascinating family really ahead of their time fascinating ahead of their time popular science covers of magazines there adorning one of the walls fantastic so we come back out on the street here now and just walk up the street at Sunday's Gate and you're going to take me to the hostel area which is a new area that you've developed up above Peggy Moore's and this is what you were telling me about earlier you've taken your mobile phone out of your pocket here yeah so the the history museum is downstairs and when we decided to put the hostel I suppose I'd probably call it an international backpackers it's slick group style accommodation maybe more of an upmarket hostel but there are privacy pods and bunk beds We decided to go modern because we know people want a nice clean room, power shower, Wi-Fi, put the head down. I lived in a hostel in New Zealand and Australia where it's a little bit more popular. But we've brought some interest in technology and I think we're the first business in the country to bring this into accommodation. It's called GoKey and you actually check in online and you open the door and your bedroom with your mobile phone. So you can't lose your keys. If you lose your phone, you're given a code at the start. Mm. So uh, I'll get this open for you now. I was quite nervous about this because I pushed and pushed it. I came in from Australia and I was fascinated when it actually worked. Well, I can tell you, Glenn has just done the business on his mobile phone, tapped against the pad on the outside of the door and in we come. Now, this has a real modern feel to it, I have to say. Let's go up the stairs and have a look what the hostel area of Peggy Moore's is like. 
My God, this is like a different world altogether, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a complete, a complete change. That's the way we decided to go. Originally, we thought, well, should we design it with the history stuff? And then we just thought, look, people are coming, they're staying. They'll go back down and have a pint. So just nice, clean, wipeable, strong Wi-Fi, power shower, all the mod cons you'd need to have a comfortable stay and uh, put the head down for a bit of rest. So we're at a room door here now. And again, the phone is out and this will give us access to the room here. There we go. Door opens and we're going into one of the... Call them a pod or what do you call them? I would probably call them a pod. You have a privacy curtain. You have a melamine sheet on the back. You have your own shelf, your own USB connections and you have your your reading lamp. And if you want the privacy, you can pull the curtains across and it's like your own little room, your own little area. So, yeah. I like it. I'll tell you one thing. I've stayed in places like this in London and this is roomy. You have your whole little area here with tables and a chair if you want to sit there and read a newspaper, check your mobile phone, bring a sandwich up to you, wherever, and then back out along here. Look at that. The bathroom, shower, compact, the whole lot all in one here. How's it going for you? How, how has this been received since you started it? I've been waiting to get the hostel finished for so long and wait for the perfect time to get the professional photography so we're really starting to push it now but I was fascinated when we had our first guest who came from Japan and was in the grocer and I just thought this is a, this is this was the vision um that person wouldn't have stayed in Drogheda that night if the hostel wasn't open they were in Dublin everywhere was full they were flying home the next day and then all of a sudden it pops up on booking.com next thing they're in Drogheda and all of a sudden they're down having a, a fish and chips and talking to the locals. Uh, that like, gives me a great buzz. I think next summer will be the big test for us to see can we fill the rooms uh, in that busy season. We kind of were a little bit late coming into this season, but we've had a book in there a couple of weeks ago. Forty French students were over and uh, they were here for a few nights and they absolutely, absolutely loved it. We've had people from all walks of life. Slain concert was going on. The guys who built the stage they stayed for a week, um, and then you just have your. Uh, Groups of golfers coming up for Dublin, stags, hens, we've had a few of those. And look, accommodation has gone so crazy in Dublin. Hotel prices are through the roof. And this is perfect if you have a group of four to six people, all your mates, you're all in the same room, throw in the bag, go down and have a pint and listen to the live music and have the crack. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Well done to you. Thanks very much. As we make our way down, I can say this is a huge surprise to me. I never expected that I'd see it like this. It's absolutely beautiful. It's modern and it's a yin and yang with the downstairs where we're heading back to now. And we're back out in Sunday's gate. Glenn just pulls the door behind the modern technology in and out of the place there. And we go back into Peggy's to finish up. I take it the dad is still here. I'm sure he is. He's always keeping an eye on me, making sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Let's walk back in here and finish off with Martin as we come back down into Peggy Moore's. Well, Glenn says you're always here keeping an eye on him and making sure that he's making all the right moves. You don't have to look after him too much. He he knows exactly what he's doing himself. Same as Mark over in Scholars. He knows what he's doing as well, you know. So uh, I think I'll retire. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you're an integral part of it here, Martin. Entertaining the customers, meeting and greeting. Sure, it wouldn't be the same without you. You wouldn't know that now, you know. I'd say the customers could do without me as well, you know. But... uh, It'll be a bit of crack anyway yeah. when you come in, and that's the main thing. Did you like the hostel? I love the hostel. I just said to Glenn there, I couldn't believe what I saw when the door opened because what you have here is the traditional 
the Irish pub and lots more besides the food counter there, the sweets, your own kitchen, etc., the wonderful bar. And upstairs, it's just modern. It's really, really modern, beautiful, clean lines. That's a lovely different showers and everything else. Yeah. All brand new, of course, and everything yeah. else. And it's getting the right sort of people in. A lot of tourists, hopefully. But that's the way it's going to be. We're hoping to have another place across the road soon enough and uh, put more rooms into that for people to stay. About 14, we probably get 14 rooms for, for a bed and breakfast sort of thing, you know. Great. So we'll have 16 rooms as well as 14 rooms there and about 40 people over here in the hostel. And we'll open up a coffee shop for breakfast. Martin McGowan, always looking ahead, always planning for the future. Listen, well done to you and your family on Perfect. Scholars, on Peggy Moores and all you do in the future. Martin, thanks for the invite Cheers. down to Peggy's. Thanks a million. And Glenn, just finish with yourself. Thanks a million for the tour of the place. It's absolutely wonderful. And best wishes to you too for all that may come your way in the future. Thanks very much. I appreciate you coming down and enjoying the pub. And uh, thanks to all the support we've had from all the Drogheda people and all the customers. It's been just great support from the local community. So thanks to everybody. Are you having a point before you go? I shall force me. I just might. <laughs> thanks a million, boys.